Hi everyone, welcome to Adoption Adventures. Welcome to midweek. I know, I know. I uh late with the episode guys, but it was a bank holiday, so even podcasters deserve a break. Um so if you follow us on socials you'll know that I headed to the Edinburgh Fringe this weekend. Um and it was in in the right way, it was utter may- mayhem and uh, super duper busy. Um, if you have never been to the Edinburgh Fringe, my goodness, I cannot stress enough how much fun it is. Uh, we managed to see fifteen shows in three days. We saw some incredible, incredible things, and uh, yeah, wow, just amazing, amazing. Um, so I'm going to share something that happened whilst we were at the uh, the Fringe Festival. Um, I'm going to do all that I can to protect certain dignities in this story. Um, but very well aware that I need to share enough to make sure that the story makes good sense. So... I'm not entirely sure how this one will pan out. Let's uh, let's see, shall we? Um, now, if I were to tell Dad that I was going to be sharing this story on the podcast, he would not be entirely impressed with me. Um, fortunately for me, he doesn't listen, so he will never know. Um, same as little dude. They don't listen. They're not fans. Rude. Um, but it means that I get to, to speak and, and speak my mind and, and tell you all that's happening. So, as you know, little dude is 17 years old. So, he's reaching close to adulthood. Pretty much his adulthood. Um, it's, it's that weird sort of, um, sort of place where in many ways you're, you're still very, very young, but in so many other ways, you're just so desperate to grow up and and be that much older and, and to go off and, and live life, experience life. And, And that is fantastic. Um, but you still need that sort of level of, of guidance and support. All good. Um, little dude, um, was in a long-term relationship. I say long-term. For a young person, it's long-term. It's, uh, six months. That's a, that's a long-term relationship for a young person. Um, we talked very briefly about how that relationship came to an end. Um, since then, little dude has kind of been, um, not lost, that's not the right language, but you could see that something was missing for him. He he talked about how he really liked being in a relationship um, and that he enjoyed sort of having that person to share time with, really. And and he talked about how he's, he's missed that. Now, we've sort of said to him, like, you live your life. You, you do what makes you happy. That, that's all good. Um, but don't necessarily rush to jump into another relationship, like, tomorrow. 
um, because like if, if if you just go hunting for it, there's a real strong possibility that you won't find it. Um, it's much better if you just relax um, and just enjoy yourself. Now, little dude has been trying to sort of work out his place in all of this, work out what he's looking for, and and he's gone out on a couple of dates with um, with different people. Some have expanded to a couple of dates, others it's just been the one. And again, you can see where he's just working to try and work out what he actually wants, which is cool. Um, and all all the while, we've been talking to him and saying, you know, this is this is really good. Like you know, Harold. Carry from this? Is there any, sort of anything you want to avoid? Blah 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 blah. All all of that stuff. All of the parenting sort of guidance, as it were. Um, he started talking to somebody. Told us about them, um, and he just told us a couple of things that just raised a few alarm bells with us. Um, I won't go into the details. It's not relevant um, to the story. Um, but we just had a couple of sort of alarm bells and started to just talk to him and say, we've got a couple of worries here. Naturally, he challenged that and was like, why? What's what's the problem? We sort of explained and said, you know, this, this, is, this is what the issue is. Obviously, as a 17-year-old, he pushed back and was like, no, 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 I think you're wrong. Uh, and we said, look, we might be, we are just going on what you've told us, we've never actually met this person, so it's it's not fair for us to sort of cast a whole host of judgment, but you need to understand that there is some. Um, he was like, yeah, okay, um, I hear what you're saying, but I think you're wrong. He then um, invited them over so as we could meet them, um, and we did. They seemed perfectly lovely, but all of the concerns I had and that Dad had were pretty much amplified through meeting her. Again, there's nothing like... Don't need to panic. There wasn't anything like um, sort of. She wasn't a, a murderer <laughs> in disguise. I mean, there was just some some issues that we we just saw some some clashes that could cause little dude some issues along the way. Um. So after this, we sat down and we talked and we talked through all of these worries, all of these concerns. Little dude was still really, really keen to sort of explore this as a possible relationship so he fought us fervently about what we were saying and we acknowledged what his concerns were but said really sorry but how often do we really try and put a stop to any friendships or relationships that you're in if we are raising signal flares do you not think that it's worth just taking a breath and taking a beat and, and listening to what we're saying. Um, 
what was really nice there was he did acknowledge that we don't stand in his way very often. It was out of character for us to, to raise concerns about someone that he liked and that that did have quite an impact on him. And he was upset by our conclusion. Um, but he acknowledged that there was a good chance that he was missing something that we had seen. So he then agreed that actually he would sort of call that one a day, um, which was hard for him, it was hard for us, but he did very well with that. Um, then we were planning our trip to the fringe and let him know, and he was going to be staying at home for a couple of days, and then staying with Nana and Granda for a couple of days. He's had a couple of nights on his own before, all great. That's, um, you know, he's, he's exploring that sort of part of maturity. He's enjoying that, all great. He asked us, um, would he be able to have somebody over? Um, I sort of instantly was like, okay, well, if we're talking about a romantic um, person coming on over, the answer is absolutely not, because this would be someone that we don't know, um, and we've not been introduced to, and we would not be around. So that's an absolute no. Little Lou then sort of attempted to, to sort of try and find a loophole. He was like, hey, what about if I just want a friend over? Um, cunning, very smart. Uh, Dad put a stop to that and was like, absolutely not. Um, there's two friends that we will permit you to have over because we know them, we know that we can trust them, and we know that nothing sort of stupid or untoward is going to happen. We're quite comfortable, um, little dude is at the age where he does have a drink, we are quite comfortable with him having a drink, particularly with these two people, because we know that together they won't try and take it too far. Little dude said, well, what about X, Y, and Z? And Dan was, no, because each time that we've seen them drinking, they take it too far. So if we weren't here, chances are they're going to take it even further than that. Um, we've got no problem with them being here, but we need to be here as well. Little dude was like, yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. Them's the rules, I hear you. Cut two. We are at the fringe. We are walking around, we are finishing our play, we then start walking back. I have had a fair few gin and tonics and cocktails. Um, and I just have a little look at my phone just to check in on things. Um, in like around our home for security, we have installed a number of um, cameras, all external cameras, nothing internal because that would be creepy. Uh, but we've got some external cameras um, and we can just log into those and just see how things are going. I logged in um, and I had just one or two concerns about what I was seeing. 
Um, the concern number one was this was about one o'clock in the morning ish, and sort of five minutes prior to that, there had been someone knocking at our front door. I was like, okay. Uh, pretty late for somebody to be knocking on the door. I would hate for little dude to have got a takeaway at that time in the morning because that's just stupid. Um, I was like, okay, what's going on? So I then, I then sort of tap into the other cameras and stuff, and um, this person was uh, there to collect somebody, somebody that was in our home. But if you scroll back at the footage, it's difficult to find this person coming into the home. But that is because little dude had covered one of the cameras. Oh, you're laughing now, aren't you? Yes, you think that's hilarious. Um, So I then sort of found that little dude had invited somebody over without our permission or knowledge and that their parent was now knocking on the door looking for them at one o'clock in the morning. I tapped into the uh, the sound and this parent was not in a good place. They were not happy with what was going on. They were not happy with the state of play. Um, I do not blame them. I am uh, I'm on board with their rage. Um, I watched the footage and I'll be honest with you, I was raging. Absolutely raging. Um, you know, 17-year-olds will be 17-year-olds. Everyone will t- try their luck and yada, yada, yada all fine but this was happening to me and it was definitely not part of the rules i was furious um at this point i am ready poised ready to phone little dude and literally lose my temper um dad was very good at this point he stopped me and was like what's the point you're gonna phone you're going to have a go. It won't change what's happened. Um, tomorrow, you're going over to your parents, so it won't happen again. Why not wait until you are sober and face-to-face? I then directed some rage to uh, to Dad for being so logical. I was not impressed with that, um, that approach at all. Uh, that did not fit into my wheelhouse in the slightest. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, okay. So we then went to bed. Uh, I didn't sleep particularly well that night because I kept waking up and thinking of other things and was raging even more. Um, woke up the following day, looked at more footage and sort of pieced together what had happened. I was really, really not in a good place. Wanted phone, but again, Dad said, hey, Still the same argument. What's the point? So we didn't. Um, and I held back. When when the dust had settled, 
I realized that not only was I so angry at what had happened, the actual emotion I was feeling was scared. Little dude had put himself in a position where the risks were gigantic. He hadn't told us, and I'm assuming hadn't told anyone else, that this person was coming over. He hadn't verified to us who they were and would not have thought logically about the repercussions of that and how that would look to their parents. Then he allowed these people, the parents, to come knocking because the person he was with wasn't answering their phone and wasn't answering texts, so had gone completely silent on their parents. So their fear is at top notch, but much like me, it's going to be displayed as anger. And these parents, it's a mum and a dad, they're knocking on the door. The, the anger, the rage, it's, it's there. Uh, it's like, what would have happened if they would have lost their temper and had become aggressive? What would little dude have done? And that thought really, really scared me. So when we saw little dude, we sat him down and spoke. And I gave him the opportunity to be honest. He tried to not be honest a couple of times. But I worked hard to keep my cool and said, look, I, I want to talk through, but please understand, I know more than you think that I know. Um, please treat me with some respect. He then started being more honest. Um, and I talked him through it all. Talked him through what he'd done and how it made me feel and, and how scared I was. And I watched, and there's every possibility that he was manipulating me. Sure, I'm, I'm not an idiot. I'm, you know, I know that these things can happen. But I don't think he was. I watched how little dude shrunk and almost like realisation sunk in of all of the risks that he had just put himself through. And he sort of said to us, look, I'm 17. I knew about the cameras, obviously. I guess I wanted to just push a boundary. I wanted to see if I could get away with something. But I've realised now <clears throat> just how stupid that decision was and how how dangerous those actions were. Um, he said, you guys have always been really cool if I wanted to sort of bring somebody over. Um, and I really appreciate that. Um, 
so he said, I really sort of let let you down there and that was that was not on, he said, and I didn't think about all of those risks, but now that I do, I realise that that was very dangerous. Um, he looked really, really sheepish. Um, he looked really quite, quite concerned and quite pensive about the whole thing. Which really helped me because it helped me to think that at least he'd learnt something from this. Um, I'd said to Dad before we spoke, I said, look, I'm still really angry. I need to go through this, but I'm going to need you to be good cop because I'm going to be dreadful cop. Um, I said, I need to, I, I need to know that you're going to be there to calm me back down if I'm losing it. Um, I said, so sure, chip in, but actually, I'm, I'm the one who's feeling the most rage here. Um, can, can I? can I have this one? And he was like, that's absolutely fine. I'll be the buffer. That's not a problem at all. Um, and, and that was really good for me because I knew that I had him to sort of help me to manage that, um, and manage my own emotions during that process. Um, and little dude was, was good about how he managed it as well. And it all kind of worked out quite nicely in the end. When I can now sort of stop and reflect back, of course I can look and go, he's 17 years old, he's going to be exploring identity, sexuality, um, boundaries, all of those things. In a year's time, he's heading to university and if he moves away, I won't know any of these things that he's doing. So isn't it good that he was able to make this sort of error around us so as we could at least talk about those things and perhaps stop him from making a mistake like that when we're not there. Um, when I then sort of spoke it through and I told a, a friend... They absolutely laughed their backside off because they thought it was hilarious what he'd done. They thought it was fantastic. Um, the sort of like the the goal that he had um, to to do this, and I reminded them that they had a, a a young child, and I would be speaking to them in ten years' time and and see how they felt then, <laughs> but. This was this was an experience. This was um, part of the journey of parenting. This was part of our adventure. This is when he's exploring what life could look like for him. Um, he's exploring, you know, what boundaries are in place. Do we still have boundaries in place? Um, if we do, why? Um, and this is the scary thing about having teenagers but it's actually the wicked thing about having teenagers it's when they're growing up it's when they're becoming adults it's when they're 
making errors, screwing up and doing all stupid things. But that's all right. Because I guess that's how we all learn. That's how we all explore and become who we are. Um, so, yeah, it was a scary one. Um, I am so very fortunate to have Dad in my life um, and certainly to have had him there at that moment because I would have done the knee-jerk reaction. I would have responded, and I would have responded in completely the wrong way. I know that now, looking back, had I picked up the phone and started yelling, it would not have worked. It would not have done anything to benefit any one of us. Whereas the way that we did manage it, it's actually boosted our relationship. It's actually put us in a stronger place. We've boosted that trust. We've boosted that you've been caught, but let's treat you like an adult after you've been caught. Um, so really, really lucky that Dad was there to help me through that. Um, like I say, I'm just, I've kept some details out of that story, not many, um, but I think, you know, I think you can piece together all of the bits that you need to piece together, but I'm hoping the story is enough for you to see what I'm, what I'm getting at. Um, and like I say, you know, perhaps that's an embarrassing story for little dude, but do you know what? If you do stupid things, stupid things will happen to you. Um, those of you that are, um, you know, thinking that I've missed the beat, don't panic. We saved the footage. It's going to be played on his wedding day. That's there. That's all. That's all ready. So all is well. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's see what happens, shall we? Let's see. Um, but yeah, look, hopefully, uh, hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully that's uh, giving you a laugh, but also something to think about it as well. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if this has ever happened to you, um, or if it's a worry that you have, drop me a line. Let's, let's share that pain together, right? Um, as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Um, I will be back next week. At our regular scheduling time um and uh yeah i will speak to you then thanks so much for your day.